Welcome to the Mind to Muscle podcast, where we focus on exercising our minds and our muscles. I'm your host and sweaty mama, Jennifer Loganville, and my goal is to empower you to live each and every day stronger than yesterday. Being the strongest in the room isn't only about your physical fitness, but your confidence and mindset. Here, I'm your biggest cheerleader as we learn how important it is to put your mind to muscle even before picking up the weight. Otherwise, what are you doing? Grab your water and get set up. We're starting in three, two, one, let's go. Welcome back. Today, I am keeping this episode short and sweet and straight to the point. We are going to unravel the concept of intuitive eating and how do you do it, some tips and tricks that I have, and why. What does it mean? Let's go. So intuitive eating is more than a diet. It's a lifestyle that harmonizes your body's natural hunger cues with mindful eating. Seriously, that's the best way I can explain it. You're listening to your body's natural hunger cues with mindful eating. I come from a history of, there's so many different eating disorders I come from a history of starting, you know, probably year number two in my training life, 15 years ago. Um, So it would have been 13 years ago. I went from very, very restrictive eating to then binge eating. And it is a vicious, vicious, horrendous cycle to go down where you are so restricted. You allow yourself, I allowed myself nothing but tuna, rice grapefruit on my way to the gym, pre-workout, post-workout protein, creatine, my supplements. What else did I allow myself? A couple snacks here and there. They're solely on my meal plan. I did not veer from my meal plan for probably close to a year. And that led to extreme burnout, which led to, I ate like that six days a week, which led to one day of a cheat meal. And that one day of a cheat meal was a complete binge all day long. Not a cheat meal, a complete binge, which led to me then this vicious cycle and this vicious mindset of, oh my gosh, I don't like myself. I'm so mad at myself. Why did I do that? Why do I always do this every week? It's copy and paste. Why did I do that? For a year, eating snacks, like hiding snacks in my car, thinking that no one's going to see me eating this because they have to see that I eat perfectly. Wow. What a treat. It's a horrible place to be mentally, emotionally, physically in your health. Overall, I hope no one ever goes there, but I see it every single day in my business. People are there. So the best thing that worked for me were macros. I discovered macros after a year of doing that. I was like, this is not working. I'm not seeing these gains. I was extremely lean, but I was extremely unhappy mentally. And I knew it could not. It was something that was not sustainable. However, I found macros. I started following my macros. My life changed significantly. Because you can eat anything you want as long as it fits in your macros. I could eat a Reese's and not feel guilty because I knew I hit my goals for that day. I knew I kept my macros. It didn't matter what it was as long as I hit my goals. And then it opened this door of this food freedom. So then I followed my macros probably a year straight. And then that led to while I was in nursing school, it was macros. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot sustain macros in nursing school and so then I was like I'm just have to learn how to intuitively eat I have to learn to when my body tells me I'm hungry and eat when I'm hungry to a satisfactory level 
and I did. It was so hard, but it was so dang worth it. was so worth it. And I, my goal when my members come to me to follow their macros is to have them follow macros for X amount of time. I've got a whole system that I have perfected over the last six years. I have a whole system that I created with them on the method to my madness here. Macros, and then I transform you just slowly, intuitively. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It's okay. You're not there mentally. You're not there discipline on a discipline state. Let's keep following macros. Great. Let's take a break. On those breaks, I teach them how to intuitively eat. Some of them understand the concept. Some don't. Some of it's seasonal. Some of it's maybe you're in a busy season. Maybe you're in a season of go, 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 go sports. Depends what your life looks like. And again, it's 100% seasonal. Maybe you're now a teacher. And maybe you can copy and paste and eat the same thing every day. And that's okay. No matter what, when you are eating macros, when you are eating intuitively, your number one goal is to make sure you hit your protein goal. So whenever we transition off macros for my members, I teach them a nice set of protein goal. I'm like, you have followed macros for X amount of time. You know what kind of food you're eating. I need you to make a mental note. And it helps you teach your body and your mind portion sizes by weighing your your protein in grams and your food in grams and then inputting it in your app. By doing that over a certain amount of time, your mind makes a shift and you're like, okay, I can have 15 nerd ropes and and then I just need to make sure and then you're tracking your protein as you go in your mind. I can intuitively eat and maintain. When I don't want to maintain, when I want to cut or bulk is when I go back on my macros and I do that for however long I need to. And then I go back to intuitively eating because counting macros is not sustainable for life. Some people who are extremely type A love it, thrive off of it, feel the best, feel the most disciplined when they are tracking their macros and they want to do it 100% year round. And I will encourage a certain amount of time and then I make them do it a break. I make them intuitively eat. And that's okay. Again, it's seasonal. If you're not there yet, that is okay. Nothing is wrong with you. Nothing, nothing at all. I just need you to know you will get there. And one day it will click and it will be a beautiful, beautiful moment. And I love when people share that with me. I had an aha moment. I had this aha moment. I never understood what you meant. I've always heard you say it. I had an aha moment and share it with me. Those are the biggest wins of my business. When people have their aha moments of when they can listen to their body's natural hunger cues when they can mindfully eat, when they can see the gains, whenever something, everyone has it after a certain amount of time, some sooner than others. And that's okay. Again, where are you at mentally? Are you talking nice to yourself? All of these things go hand in hand with each other. And so if you're doing all these things and you're, it, it will click sooner or later, I promise you everyone has one. Consistency is key. If you're off and on and off and on and off and on with workouts, macros, talking nice, talking mean to yourself, all these things, you have toxic people in your life, you have no boundaries, you're never going to have your aha moment. But it's when you're you're compiling everything in my podcast that I've ever given you and you utilize it as your tools in your tool belt, you will have an aha moment of everything clicking. Your life has changed, this new mindset, this clarity. It's beautiful. It's one of my favorite things when I get those messages. So there's like things in my mind that... I wrote down, and I'm no expert by any means on this, but some tips and tricks for intuitive eating that I kind of wrote down over the last week when I've been thinking about this topic. 
you can't think that intuitively eating or macros is a diet. We don't use the word diet. I've watched people in my life use every diet quick fix that there's out there. <laughs> they all fail. They're all quick fix. They're always going to make you fail. These are never sustainable. Macros and intuitively eating are sustainable. You can do that for the rest of your life. You can cycle on and off of it. You can intuitively eat for the rest of your life if you do it the right way. So you have to throw out the idea of a quick fix. You have to throw out the idea of you're on a diet because you're not. You're not at all. You are respecting your body and fueling it when it is hungry with what it wants. And there's ways of doing it. You Another one would be just honor your hunger. Like right now, my stomach is like a 30% hungry. And if I know personally, when your blood sugar is a hormone, your glucose, it's a hormone in your body and it, it can change. When people say hangry, it's a real thing because your glucose is bottomed out and now you it's affecting you and your personality and it's very, very true. It's very, and I can get so incredibly hangry. And so when I have a certain hunger cue, I'm in a phase of not tracking my macros right now. I am in a phase of intuitively eating and it's a beautiful thing and I love it and I'm here for it. But come in a month or two, I'm going to want to track my macros again because it gives me a sense of control over my results. And it's okay. I cycle off. I cycle on. And it's a great thing. It's a respectful thing. I respect my body with it. It keeps me exactly the results that I want. It makes me feel like I have control. It's so good. And I hope and pray that you can be here too. So honor your hunger cues. Keep your body fed with adequate food. Stop feeding your body junk all the time. You're allowed to have some nerd ropes or some chocolate or a little bit of ice cream or whatever. You're, you're allowed, but let's not order the extra large blizzard from Dairy Queen after we ate french fries and a burger. Like, honor your hunger cues respectfully, knowing you're trying to nourish your body. Like, if you want to eat at out, wherever it is, I don't even have a restaurant off the top of my head. If you want to eat out, you get some chicken strips and some french fries. Beautiful. Love it. Just know your condiments are going to have a lot of fat in it, depending what it is. I eat mustard. It's the only condiment I really like. It has nothing in it. So people with kind of sidetracking here, they lose themselves and they lose all of their macros in a day because they had a ranch packet. And I'm like, girl, ranch is not worth all of your fats for the day, in my opinion. But if it is, if it is that one pack of ranch is worth it for you, do it and be happy you did it. And tomorrow is a different day and you can use those fats elsewhere. But if you're intuitively eating, just know like I can have this basket of chicken strips and fries, but maybe a small frosty. Or maybe a small with not six different added to your blizzard. You know what I mean? Like you are in charge of what goes into your mouth. You are in control there. So honor it respectfully. Do you know? Yes. We don't need a, a medium, large, extra large frosty ice cream dessert after we ate something that's maybe not super nutritious, full of good things for us. That's okay. It's okay to do it. Listen. I ate Culver's for lunch. I had a burger and fries and I had mustard with my fries and I was happy. I was satisfied. My burger and like 10, 15 of my fries, I was good to go. Just because the food's there doesn't mean you have to finish it. 
listen and stop eating when your body tells you it's full. Kids are born with a hunger cue. That is why kids do not understand how to binge eat, overeat, all this. It is a lesson. It's something they are taught. It's something they mirror because they see it. Kids are, their brain isn't wired like that. Their body is wired to have hunger cues. That is why you're like, if your kid only ate a certain amount, it's probably because their body is full. And that's why I treat the dessert the same as I make the chicken a special. Reed will be like, I want an ice cream. And I'm like, sounds great. But however, you're going to eat all your protein first. That's a non-negotiable is eating your protein. If your chicken's gone and you respectfully ate that, that's fine. But if you're full, like don't eat the ice cream. Maybe wait a few hours and let's eat the ice cream. And don't make desserts more special than everything else because then you're not treating them like it's a treat. Then they don't think, because everyone wants a treat. Everyone wants a reward. So if you're treating food as a, re- a treat like a dog, of course our mind is like, ooh, dopamine drop. Yep, instant, yes, that makes me happy. I want this. And then it's like in this food cycle of we're treating ourselves with food. We're not doing that. We can treat ourselves with other things, but that's how bad habits and binge eating become a thing. Also, stop eating socially. Just because, you know, a wedding has hors d'oeuvres doesn't mean you have to grab the hors d'oeuvres and eat them. That's the number one tip. Like, if you're not hungry, don't eat it. It doesn't have to be. You're not being rude. You say, oh, I'm not hungry, or I'm waiting for dinner. I'm okay. Or just say, I don't like clams or whatever those things are. Like anytime I hear hors d'oeuvres, I'm like, that is too fancy of a palate. My palate is more like Culver's Deluxe or a steak. Like a steak is as bougie as I get with my my food. Maybe I'm the only one. Discover like satisfaction, the pleasure of the experience and eating what you are eating. Food makes everybody happy. I don't care who you are. It does. Makes you really happy and there's science behind it. However, Like I just talked about, don't make anything. Be really excited for your steak. As as excited for your steak as you are for your ice cream. Like if we go to Texas Roadhouse, I am so excited for my roll. I am so excited for my steak. And then uh, and my sweet potato. That's my that's my dinner. And a lot of times my kids like Andy's, it's right around the road. Can we go get Andy's? And sometimes we say, yeah, and sometimes we're like, no, we filled our bellies there. We're good. And if we do go get Andy's, I get a kid's cone. And then, because I know if I get a concrete or whatever, I will be stuffed and miserable. And that leads to not honoring your body's hunger cues. But it's okay to occasionally get that because I was really, I didn't really have anything sugary, you know, a treat the other part of the day but if I did if I knew I really went to pound town on the nerd ropes prior to and post-workout I'm not going to get the ice cream because I already had my sugar for the day so it is being mindful it is not eating mindlessly you are not tracking but you are not necessarily allowing yourself to act crazy and overeat and overindulge just because it is in front of you So feel your fullness, listen to the signals that tells you you're no longer hungry. You have them. You have to learn them. You have to just not eat until you are stuffed and miserable. 
that is beyond. That is binge eating. You have to figure out to listen to be like, oh, I think I'm good. Even if that means there's food left on your plate. Even if that means your kid didn't finish their mac and cheese, you don't have to finish it for them. Stop it. Stop finishing their mac and cheese for them. Stop eating the snacks here and there and the chips while you're making dinner. That is binge eating. That is not listening to your hunger cues. That is mindless eating. Eat a carrot stick. Eat some celery. Things with nothing while you cook if you need to crunch. Some people say that. I need to crunch while I cook. Great. Get some peppers. Chop up some peppers and eat those while you are cooking. Carrots, celery, those sort of things that are not going to affect your full water. They're not going to affect your nutrition contents, making you full, making you feel. But it is. you have to pause for a minute. Why do you need that crunch while you cook? It's because you're bored. Maybe because you're dehydrated. Maybe you haven't had enough protein prior to. If you can stop and you're like, I've hit my protein goal. I've had enough water, not at least 90 ounces. Then, then great. Eat the celery, eat the carrots, eat the peppers while you're cooking. Fine. But if you can't check mark those boxes, stop what you're doing. Go drink a protein shake but with water before you start cooking. So you are hitting your protein less likely to overeat. And it's a bonus because now you're not going to spike your insulin because you're getting protein with your meal if it's a higher carb. Always stack protein and carbs together so you don't have a huge insulin spike. So then your body has to digest it slower. So your moods don't go up and down and up and down and your metabolism is riding it versus up and down and up and down. So it just comes with a lot of control, self-control, self-respect. It comes with um, making sure that you are active and you got your workout in and you got your one mile of your steps in. Super, super important because you're not going to go binge after you crush your workout because you're like, now I just counteracted what I just did. So now I, there's no point. So respect, respect control. And just know intuitive eating is a journey of kind of self-discovery. Self-discovery, self-acceptance. You are accepting that you are learning your body. Some days you're going to fail. Some days you're going to crush it. You have to know that it's okay to do both. You have to treat yourself with kindness, with respect. It's a process. Take it one day at a time. You may never feel like you're like, oh my gosh, this tunnel looks so long and I'm never going to see what it looks like to do it. But don't focus on all of the steps in the future. Focus on your next step tomorrow, today. Really focus on today. That's all you can control is today. You can't control what happens tomorrow. You can't control. You can control it when you're there tomorrow. But just know that it's always a learning curve. It's always respectful. I have a lot of people who are like, just want to one day pick up intuitive eating. And I can't. And I waited to do this podcast because I don't know the best way to explain it other than you just have to try it and you have to be at a certain mindset where you can respect your body, respect your mind, talk nice to yourself, a level of discipline and self-control. You can't go from pure chaos with eating to straight intuitive eating. It is a habit that is learned after controlling what you're doing with macros, with one of my meal plan guides. It's, it's something that you have to work at every day. There's days where I crush it and there's days where I don't crush it doesn't mean I failed and I should just give up and eat whatever I want. That means I'm just going to do better tomorrow. 
and call today a wash and I'm not even think about it. But that doesn't mean I'm going to continue and just binge eat the rest of the day either. You are in control of what goes in your mouth. You are not a dog. Stop rewarding yourself with food. When you can do those things, your life will literally change. Talk nice to yourself. It all goes hand in hand. It 100% does. It's a self-respect. And if you don't respect yourself, like I've said on many other podcasts, how the heck is anyone else going to know how to respect you? How is anyone else going to know the standard, how high your bar is, the level that you require people to treat you to be a part of your life? They'll never know until you set the boundary, you set the bar. You are in charge of your thoughts, what you eat, how you react, and how you allow other people to treat you. If they're not treating you kindly, you can just say, that's fine. I don't understand. Are you okay? You will not talk to me like that. You can't be mad if someone is constantly taking advantage of you and talking mean to you if you don't nip it in the butt. You're in charge of that. Man, I just keep emphasizing the control you're controllable, and it does. Everything goes back to it. Everything goes hand in hand with it. You control your workouts. You control the how much effort you put in or lack of. You control if you have a good day or a bad day. If you allow one thing to ruin your day or you call your whatever. If it doesn't matter in five years, doesn't matter in five minutes. Acknowledge it, feel it, release it, and move on. You are not meant to carry it. So don't. You're meant to focus on you, stay in your lane, fuel your body, with the right nourishing food, love yourself, talk the nicest to yourself, all of those things. And know that some days we do better than others. Some days we have a bad day. And that's okay. Doesn't mean you're a failure. Just means that we're going to do better tomorrow. So as you go into the season of Thanksgiving and all these things, keep that in mind. Intuitively eat, respect your body just because the plate is in front of you, just because The dessert is there does not mean you have to eat it. Thanksgiving is not an eating competition. You can do portion sizes. If you want to eat everything in that room, in that kitchen, small amounts, but make sure you are getting the most protein over everything else. And if you don't, guess what? It's okay. One day, it is not going to ruin your results. One day will not make or break you. You may feel bloated. You may feel bogged down. Use those carbs, use the extra calories to fuel your workout the next day. Not saying do two more workouts. I'm saying fuel the one workout that you're going to do. Pick up the heavy weight, use the carbs with a purpose, and crush your workout. Love yourself, love your body, and it will 100% love you back. I love you guys. You're strong, you're powerful, you're worthy. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Mind to Muscle. If you'd like to tune into future episodes, don't forget to follow me on your preferred listening platform. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure and leave a review. I really appreciate those. Don't forget you are strong, you are powerful, you are worthy, and you can do hard things. I love you guys. Bye.